morning, Winnipeg. It's a lovely day, and today I am super, super thrilled, super thrilled to have the lovely, talented, amazing Vicki Renwick here in the Ordinary Joe studio. Golf clap, golf clap. Yes, we have been talking about this for a while. I'm super, super thrilled. And again, like I told you before, when you said, I'll come in and have coffee with you, that was the best thing ever. I just, yeah, I just, <laughs> it just made my entire entire day uh because first of all i was really wanting to do a podcast with you but the fact that you would make the trip in and do it because it's going to be so much more fun in person i think for sure yeah so i'm very very excited to have um vicky and i'll just give you a little bit of a lowdown uh i'm fairly certain all of southwestern manitoba is tuning in for this podcast and you know what trudy dixon if you want to put it on that channel too like in between like the Meletta grads and the Kerwin, we can maybe figure that out too right <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good old access. Make, yeah, that's what it is. Access. Yeah, in between like the Christmas concert and stuff. We could work it out. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of us who uh for those tuning in who who aren't super familiar with uh uh with how Vicky and I are connected, um right now I live in Winnipeg, but for eight years, practically it was just eight years because it felt longer than that. Um, eight years I lived in Melita, Manitoba, southwest of Brandon, and uh, I taught out there. And I just have to say, Melita is the best community ever. Like, it really, really is. And I never thought that living in a place could impact me so much, but I, I love the community, great, great people, and on m many levels, in some ways I feel, I feel like I've never left, and sometimes I wish that I never did. Yeah, because the kids out there, the families, everybody, just such a fantastic place. And I have to tell you, so when I moved down there, I moved, I got the job like two days before school started. Oh. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I think school maybe had started. Okay. Yeah, I was filling a term for a gentleman who was going on um, sick leave. And, and so I roared down there, got an apartment by Cindy Bayek and, and all the stuff, yeah, right by the school, yeah. and didn't know a soul, just went in there and started teaching my little buttons off, didn't have a clue what I was doing. And the first thing that I noticed was that everybody has a nickname in Melita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, everybody does. So I thought maybe it might be kind of fun, because uh, I only remember a few. Let's chime off some, because I'm thinking there's Perk and Dinger and Hodge. FR, there's an FR, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, he like always says was fucking right. And so everybody just called him FR. Maybe. Very I nice guy. That one, yeah. So who are the other, what are the other nicknames? I'm trying to think. Oh my goodness. Well, my hubby, right, is Wink. Oh, William. Okay. Yep. Nobody knows him as William. I love it. Yeah. Wink, okay. Wink, I think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we will have to think about have to think about that yeah. one. Yeah. And one of my kids, Kyle Vrooman, great, owns a construction company now, doesn't yes, he? he? Very, does. very successful. Yeah. When he moved to uh, Melita, everybody teased him because they thought he looked like uh, Prime Minister Deefy Baker. So, <laughs> so everybody called him Deefy. Oh, that's yeah. funny. And he was Deefy for years. So Kyle Vrooman, anybody who's watching, let me know. Do, you, do they still call you Deefy? Hell of a good kid. Yeah. Great family. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I think when I first, the very first day that I started teaching there, Nicholas Porter said, Sarn, what kind of name is that? Sounds like El Zarno. <laughs> and that stuck hard. Yeah. And everybody for a very long time called me El Zarno, which got shortened to Zarno. And that was probably, yeah, probably 19, well, since I left, probably over 20 years. I am still Zarno. And the place where I work now, corporate, 
Corporation Highfalutin. I'm Zarno. That's awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Mr. Porter. Yeah. <laughs> Porter. Here's our first cheers. <laughs> cheers. <Nicholas> Porter. <laughs> yeah. And Deepy and Winked and Hodge. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to have a really, really good discussion here today. We're going to talk about, we are going to talk about Melita in more detail down the road. Um, we're going to do some tributes. We're going to do some cheers. And um, for for those of you tuning in who don't know Vicky's backstory, um, Vicky has three daughters and uh, Taylor, the middle one, right? She was the middle daughter. I You can let me know which year because I don't know all the details, but a number of years ago, Taylor was taken in an accident. She was killed by a drunk driver. And since then, Vicky and your family have been just massively, massively um, committed, I would say, to not only honoring Taylor's legacy and her memory, but also speaking um, about drunk driving and being involved in that, that kind of thing, and really proactive about about all this stuff. Not just not just about the drunk driving, but also honoring Taylor's Taylor's memory, which I just freaking love. <laughs> I really, really do. And we've. Uh, Vicky's already been here for like six hours, and, <laughs> and I told her she might have to bring her pajamas, or we might have to do a second one, because we have just a ton to talk about. Yeah, yeah because, um, uh, and, and I'll just say this, and um, uh, I think, uh, like I was telling, I was telling you that I, you know, I was telling everybody that, that you're coming on the podcast, and, and I think some people were approaching it with a little bit of trepidation, because, you know, there's a real sad element to it, right? And we've talked about this. It, this is not necessarily an easy conversation to have, but I think we both agree that it's a really important one to have. Yes. And so we want you, uh, our goal is for you to walk away from this, from this podcast, not feeling like super depressed, but to feel a measure of hope. And, and because we all have shit that we've experienced in our life that hasn't been pleasant. Maybe, you know, we're going through stuff right now, but this is, this is the way for us to bond. And so if you're sitting at home or in the car driving, you know, to work or getting your own Tim's, uh, maybe something can come out of this podcast that can really help other people, inspire other people. And first and foremost, we're honoring the shit out of Taylor. We here's are. Here's to Taylor. Cheers. Yeah. And here's to you and your family too. You guys are freaking rock stars. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a really, really good discussion. I'm so excited to be here. I've seen you for years, but it feels like I, yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I feel like we were just like... I see every day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what we're going to do is that we do have to, uh, people tuning in who don't know Vicky or, or the story or anything like that. And, you know, if you haven't been to Melinda yet, you need to go. It's the plug for Melinda Tourism. Yeah. <laughs> got to see the banana. Yeah, exactly. You got to see the banana. And, um, yeah, so maybe what we'll do is just let's let's hear about who you are and your family. Tell us about all the stuff like we're having coffee. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Grew up in Napinka, Manitoba. Yeah. Shout out to Napinka. Um, lived there most of my life. Moved to Melita partway through my teen years. Lived with my dad. Um, moved to Coulter with my hubby. Um, right, well, Danielle was born when we lived there. Then uh, bought a farm. Moved to back to the big city of Napinka. So okay. that's that's home. North of the tracks. South of the tracks. Um, all the bad people are north. Shout out <laughs> to the bad people in Napinka. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, Danielle, um, I guess the other two girls were born when we lived there. Okay. Um, I worked two jobs when I was younger, worked at the bakery, um, shout out to the bakery. Yeah. Um, then worked at the grocery store for a while and then got my job with Manitoba Hydro. Yeah. So first 10 years of my career I spent on the road, 
Um, oh, okay. I'm in lots of spots. So poisoning, Sarasburg, and Reston. Oh, wow. Malata. Then got a full-time position in Malata, so that was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, graduated from Malata, got married in the big city in Akinkra. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the, the long and the short. Um, married in 92. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've celebrated some big anniversaries, which is yeah. pretty cool. Who would have thunk it? Um, yeah, raised our kids. Danielle is, um, oh, now I can think. She's going to shoot me 30. She'll be 32 this summer. Wow. I know that, yeah. I don't know how that happened when I'm still 29. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Anyhow, so she lives in Minto, Manitoba with her husband, Tyson, who okay. is uh, also in the Pinka area kid uh tommy patty lewis's son i remember tommy patty oh yeah yes so he grew up like a couple miles from where we live that's right and did he have an older brother justin he does okay yeah. i taught justin yeah 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 cool so that's who that is um and so they live in Minto right now danielle's a nurse practitioner um in service and kicking butt nice job that's excellent yeah tyson has his own mobile Last business. Shout out to Tyson. Oh, yeah. Um, so he'll come to you, fix your windshield. You got a chip. You need the whole windshield replaced. That's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they have two little boys. They are my sunshine. Yeah. Every single day. Uh, ben is five. Yeah. And he'll be six right away. You have to tell me. Five and a half, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. And Finn will be three in September. That's amazing. So they are just, yeah, they are. Yeah. Pure sunshine. Yeah. Pure sunshine. Um, Hillary is 20 oh she just told me my kids are gonna shoot me 23 um <laughs> horrible that's okay <laughs> you might have to edit that part um anyhow it's she is uh just got hired as an msr in minidosa lives in brandon very excited about that yeah things are going well um girls love to play hockey they play ball ben plays hockey plays ball that's excellent um yeah, Taylor, that's that's the tough one. That's right? the tough one. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. one of the one of the toughest things people ask, and I'm in a different spot in the journey, but um how many kids do you have? Right. Yeah. Right? And that's a, that's a natural conversation. For sure. And so early on, you know, people would say, How many kids do you have? Well, I have three. Oh cool. How old how old are they? Great. This is their names, this is their ages. Oh well, you know, what do they do? Mm -hmm. Okay, Danielle's, you know, doing this. Hillary's doing this. Taylor was killed by a drunk driver. My job. Yeah, for sure. Then you get yeah. the look. Yeah, I, I call it, and I hate the look. Yeah. Because then they're looking at you like, "Holy fuck! Now what do I say?" Exactly. Right. Exactly. And why did I say that? And I just want to run. And, mm -hmm. and you know it. You know the look, right? I've seen it a million times. Yeah. And it used to break my heart. And mm -hmm. then I would end up comforting them. Yes. Like, it's okay. I I'm cool. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Now. Because we're almost eight years, yes, without Taylor. Yeah. Um. Sorry. This is this is my deal. This is my story. You ask the question. Yeah. You're getting the answer. Yes. Yeah. And you either give me the look or you don't. Exactly. Right. But that's their issue. That's you. That's yeah. not. But it took me a long time to get to that. For sure. Right. Um. So yeah, all my all the girls, um, 4-H members and mm -hmm. athletes and and all that good stuff. Taylor. Um. Didn't get to do enough stuff, but she got to do a lot of stuff. Um, right. Um, graduated from Alita. Mm -hmm. She um, played hockey, loved hockey. That was her thing. Yeah. Um, badminton. Um, summer times, we're at the lake every weekend still. Yeah. We were when the kids were little. Yeah. Um, wakeboarding, skiing, tubing, you know. Taylor taught the nieces and nephews, my nieces and nephews, um, and friends. 
Hi, Rochelle. Um, how to wakeboard, um, how to ski, and she would be in that green Oak Lake water, <laughs> colder than you know what, yeah. and and never you know flinch. Those kids would get up, they fall down, they get up, they fall down, and she would just keep cheering them on, and, and you know you can get it, you can do it, and they would do it. I love right? that. Um, mini sticks in the basement until they would come upstairs, all of those kids, and they're all just drenched because they've been playing mini sticks for so long. But she never complained. She just loved it mm -hmm. anytime she got to spend. Um, she, Taylor had some jobs when she was growing up. She worked at uh, DB Murray or not DB, sorry, uh, Southwest. Yeah. Okay. And was a car dealer or detailer. Oh, that's Absolutely awesome. loved it. Yeah. Loved it. So she did that for a while. And then, um, for two summers, she worked with Karen Beauchamp. Taylor was not a frilly, you know, she was very happy at, at Southwest because she could wear jeans and a t-shirt oh, yeah. and go to work. Right. Yeah. So Karen Beauchamp um, approached me and said, you know, what's Taylor up to for the summer? And I said, I don't know. She hadn't got that far yet. Yeah. Well, you know, would she ever come and work for me? And I'm like, oh, like, that. I thought it sounded great. But I thought Taylor's not going <laughs> to sign up for this, right? Because she's going to have to dress up and, yeah. you know, talk to people. So went home and chatted with Taylor about it. And she's like, well, and we talked about it. And then she's like, yeah, you know, that might be kind of fun. Sure. So she ended up working for Karen for two summers. That's and super. she just loved it. So what you know. did she do? Um, so she was a receptionist at the front. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, dealt with people when they came in the door, helped with filing, did some typing and, and those kind of things. And it was really cool. And, of course, um, Karen and, and the girls didn't realize until after Taylor was gone, after she had finished her last summer, there were some forms that they used regularly in the office that she just went ahead and, and photocopied a bunch of them. So they were all ready for them. Right. And it seems like a little thing, but when you're in an office and you need a form constantly, right. you know, right. and, and Karen had said, like, she didn't realize how much that helped us out. Right. That is and it was just, yeah. yeah, it was just a little thing, but, but it was cool. It meant a big thing. Though. Yeah. 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 That's super. Yeah. So then after school, Taylor came into Winnipeg. Um, she always wanted to be a vet. So she took her first year of university, mm -hmm. applied to vet school. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So switch gears, athletic therapy, right. Her next love. And, um, so was in school, she started AT first part of September, um, and, uh, 9th of October, she was gone. Yeah. 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 On her way home for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, she, uh, Taylor's a, a planner, you know, when okay. Taylor's going to hang a picture on a wall, you don't just put it in and they'll hang a picture. You measure and you, you know. Okay. Yes. Um, another cute little Taylor story when we moved her into, um, her place in there. She had some of her grad pictures, and she's like, "Can I hang this on my wall?" It's like, "Yeah, it's your coat, like, <laughs> right?" But like, is that being showoffy? Is that being, yeah, you know, am I bragging if I hang it on my wall? And it's yeah. like, "No, it's your wall. You do whatever you want." Yeah, right. That was just her personality. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she needed work hours for school. Okay. Volunteer work hours. So, um, had to figure out. She had it all figured out exactly how many hours she needed and the time slots that she had available, oh, so wow. she could still play hockey mm -hmm. and needed to stay back Friday night of Thanksgiving to get these hours, to make sure she had the hours. Okay. And so that was cool. She um, she called me and was like, okay, I'm downtown because she had to go to the U of W. Oh. And it was dark and she was nervous about it. And, and so I was like, just go straight to the building. When yeah. you leave, if there's somebody going, you know, be safe, right? That's mm -hmm. I was worried about that. Yeah. And so after the game, and the deal was if she was tired, wasn't coming home. Um, if she was feeling up to it, she was going to come home. So called and she's like, nope, mom, I'm, I'm excited. I'm feeling good. I, I'm coming home. I want to get home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
and that was the last time I ever talked to her. It was the last time. Yeah. Then she texted a while later and said, "Just got my tins. She it was uh, French vanilla cappuccino with a splash of whatever, and it was always that. She always, always, always that was her thing. Yeah. And um, got my tins on my way home. Drive safe. Love you. Yeah. I will, mom. Love you too. Yeah. And then yeah, she we went to bed because it was going to be two o'clock in the morning when she got home, and um. I woke up and it's you know people say you get a sense of things just for not sure. quite right and and we did and called texted which she wouldn't answer a text if you texted her and she was driving she would have pulled over right mm -hmm. but a call she would have pulled over um no reply which was not like Taylor and um so Wayne was like yeah I gotta go find her something's you know gone really well mm -hmm. and I called 911 because what uh, what do you do right right and the lady, you know, asked me some questions and, and she said, okay, you know, where do you live? And so I gave her the address, which I thought was kind of weird, but whatever. Oh, um, I'll get back to you. So, okay, waited, waited, did some stuff and, and looking out the window and there's lights coming down the lane. It's like, oh, awesome. You know, she's yeah. fine. They're home. Everything's good. Well, yeah. walked out to the garage and there was two police officers standing yeah. in the yard. Yeah. That's when life as we know it. It changed in an instant. Oh. And I don't remember a lot about what those guys said, mm -hmm. um, but they're incredible human beings because they made me feel like at that moment, our family was the most important thing to them. Wow. They, you know, um, what, what can we do? You know, they came in the house with me and it was like, Hey, we, you know, these are the things that had to, that we had to do mm -hmm. because shit needs to get taken care of. Right. Um, Taylor had cut her hair off before she went to school, cut it really, really short. Okay. Well, all of her ID had long hair. Oh, so shit. someone had to drive to Portage. Because that's where they had taken her to identify her. Oh, fuck. Because they couldn't go with her ID. Oh. So somebody had to go do that. Yeah. Well, Wink was like almost a Walrisa because he had gone looking for her. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah. Um, Danielle's a nurse. So she said she would do it. Um, Tyson went with her. Um, his parents actually went and drove for him. Okay. And Wink went. So he, I called him and I said, you got to come home. Like, it's bad. So he got home. So he drove all that time by himself, not knowing what was going on and, wow. and a wreck. And he gets to the door and I handed him a coffee and I said, like, this is what you got to do. Yeah. And so they had to go and wait, wait, wait. Right. They're, you know, they're going to get there. Somebody stole their car. It wasn't her, you know, yeah, like, you all just, those things. Right. You're sense. just hoping. And it wasn't what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. But those, yeah, those officers, they, so, you know, they explained this is what needs to happen and this is where you need to go and this is who's going to meet you there. And these, like, they were just incredible. And is there anybody that we can call for you is like, what can we do to like, they, <laughs> and I, I can't thank them enough. And I've, I've spoken to the one fellow after that. Oh, really? Um, just, you know, in passing, it wasn't even an on purpose kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, had said to him, like, it was, it was just incredible. And lots of people don't, don't have a lot of nice things to say about police officers, but I saw them in a different light. And, yeah. Um, yeah, that, were... yeah, that makes sense to me. And, it, you know, like you, like you say, police officers often get a bad rap, but in that instant, they almost step in and become part of your family to do a lot of the really hard stuff. And that's a hard fucking thing for well, them to do. Can you imagine? Too. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, I mean, they, they had to tell us your, your life is changing forever right yeah. now. Yeah. In a really ugly way. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they go, okay, what can I do for you? And they, they do, they take some of the load off yeah. the really, really hard stuff. Yeah. And they, yeah. they gave a shit, right? They, yeah. they made, yeah. 
<laughs> they yeah. were they were amazing people. That's you know what toast to our police officers who have to do the hard stuff. Oh. Yeah, because that you know kudos to them for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. I, how, I I don't know how you can't train people to do that job. You can't train someone to be that compassionate and that caring. Yeah, that that's their that's how they are. Yeah, those for people, sure. right? Yeah, and they may be the exception to the rule. I don't know, but they were incredible. Yeah, good on them. Good on them. I'm glad. You know, like I mean, you know, like you say that the awkward looks and stuff like that, and there will always be that. Fuck, I'm really sorry that happened, but I'm glad that they were there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and and I think throughout this whole conversation, there will be the undercurrent is fuck. This is a really shitty thing. You know, we're like that. I think goes without said, but there are some other there there are some other things that also need to be said. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, well, I was talking about people in the look. I um, myself, I used to, and this I was telling you earlier, yeah. my life's kind of divided before Taylor, after Taylor. Yeah. that's just natural. Yeah. Um, before we lost Taylor, if I was in the grocery store and and saw you and you had just lost your dad. Yeah. <sighs> other side of the store. Yeah. There's no way that I would have came up to you and said, Jody, I'm really sorry to hear about your dad. That yeah, really sucks. Yeah. Right. Because I didn't want to make someone cry. It's, 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 a well, I got thing. a news flash. <laughs> yeah. You can't make me cry. Yeah. There is nothing that you can say or do to me. That's going to hurt me any more than I'm hurting. Right. And crying isn't, isn't the worst thing in the world. It's okay. No. And I, I actually, there's, there's a couple ladies and one of the ladies has passed now, but she lost, um, her son and grandkids in a plane crash and it was in the Lauren Spence from Las Oh Vegas. yeah. Okay. Um, and every time I saw her in the store, she biggest hug and we both cried. Yeah, for because sure. Because fuck. It sucks. Yeah. Right. And we cried, but I didn't care if she was crying and she didn't care if I was crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. You know, it was a connection. Yeah. So now, um, I mean, I'm not in your face, you know, but if I'm walking down the street and someone's lost somebody and I can get a quiet minute with them, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. Like that, that really, really sucks. It goes a long way. And there's, there's something to be said. Like I, like when I was younger, I always kind of thought, I don't know what to say because I think, well, maybe it's got to be inspirational or maybe it's got to be a little, little, but now, like, I mean, now, like I've told you, like I've, I've lost some crazy ass people in crazy ass ways. It's okay to say, fuck, that's really shitty. It's okay just to say that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I found too that it hurt more when people avoided me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and there was one time and it was right before Christmas and you'll know um Jamie Anderson. You remember Jamie probably yeah, you might not. Uh, anyway, his mom. He he Oh Marsh. Yes, you know. Yeah, Marsh. Show to Marsh. Yeah. yeah. Um incredible lady. Yeah. She knows loss, right? Lost yeah. her kid in a different way, but at least she knows loss. And so I was in the grocery store, it was right before Christmas time. And I hate being in a grocery store in Malaria before Christmas time because Christmas time's hard. Taylor's birthday's December, Christmas is December. When's her birthday? Twenty second. Oh, okay. So it, it's tough. Yeah. I love Christmas, but it's people sure. are weird. People are weird. So I had someone that I knew very, very well. Yeah. Looked at the teller, said Merry Christmas, looked at me, and then just kind of went, mm-hmm. Oh shit. Right? Well, I was devastated. Yeah. And I know that she didn't mean no, to hurt it's, me. It's a yeah. Right? And so I, I met up with Marge shortly after and, and I said to her, like, when does it stop? Yeah. And she said, What? I said, When do people stop being weird? Yeah. And she's and then I just lost it. Yeah. I, I just cried and I cried and I cried yeah. and she hugged me and, and I mean it was like, just stop being weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it harder. Yeah, it's true. Just say Merry fucking Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas and and, and it's okay to say, Hey, I, I it's Taylor's birthday coming up. Happy birthday, right? Happy birthday. And thinking about her. Yeah. Because she's also awesome. forgotten. Yeah. 
don't let her be forgotten. And you yeah. and I just talked about that. Yeah. We want to talk about them. We want them to be remembered. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's one of the biggest things that I have learned over the years. And, and you know, we, we talked about it a little bit before, too. And that's that's a big fear that, that like, I mean, and I'll say, I can even share it here. Like, before I moved to Maletta, we lost uh, my brother-in-law, Dale. Just a stupid fucking accident. He was building a go-kart for his uh, nephews. Just the stupidest thing on the earth. He was building a go-kart, and he took it out for a test drive, and he just kind of tacked on the steering wheel, and he just didn't weld it on properly. And, of course, he went for, yeah. And and uh, that was my big fear was I'm going to forget him. I'm going to forget him. I'm going to forget what he looks like and all this stuff. So I kind of, I didn't talk to anybody about it. And this is something else that we can talk about down the road was, like, everybody grieves in a different way. But I was, like, hell-bent on telling all the Dale stories. And even now, like, I mean, Luca, like, Luke and Dean obviously have never met Dale. But they know all about him. And he's still part of our family because, you know, Dale hated lemon meringue pie and loved croutons and, like, all the, like, he, all this stuff, right? Because, but he existed. Yeah, he existed and he still exists, yeah. you know. And yeah, you still have three kids. Absolutely. You know. Well, I'll always have three daughters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's okay. And I talk about Taylor because I talk about the other two. Yeah. Right? I want to talk about all of them. Yeah. I don't get to tell new stories about Taylor, right? Yeah. New things that she's doing. Yeah. But I can sure tell you lots of good old ones. Sure. And <laughs> and even with those old stories, uh, new lessons and new perspective and new gifts will come out of those stories even now. Yeah. yeah. New magic. Yeah. Yeah. One more choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Like, I mean... And I think that's one thing that I was really, you know, thinking about when, when um, I I was preparing kind of mentally for this talk, and like I, I told you know that uh, people were kind of like, oh, be so sad and stuff like that. But for me, with with my journey, and I I told you a little bit about it. I'll I'll tell our massive audience here, millions. For your sake, I hope so, but not for mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um uh for me talking about it like I never used to be a talk like I can always talk about somebody else's stuff but I couldn't talk about my own stuff for sure yeah and this this big wall would come up and for for my huge listening audience here um I was telling Vicky that I I stumbled across um Theo Fleury's uh a trauma support group it was an online group that we met every um Wednesday every second Wednesday via zoom and you know before I met him and I, you know, you're right, like, you know, we meet people at a certain time for, you know, and, and that's, and I knew, like, I, I, it's two years since I met him, and uh, that was when dad was, was really going downhill with his, his ability to just function, and he was, like, my best, best buddy, and so I knew I was going into a funk, so it was just kind of, you know, it's interesting that I met Theo at the time that I did, and up until that point, I never talked about my shit, and in fact, I I would have this huge wall up and and pretend everything was fine, not tell anybody, and then resort to like really stupid humor. So this is a good part, like to all the people in Maletta that I offended with my <laughs> sense of humor. I apologize. It's a defense mechanism. It was, and I've sent out more than one apology letter to Maletta. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's 100% the truth. Some it. of those drama things got me into trouble. I apologize. Uh, we had a lot of fun. But uh, that was my way of coping. But now through working with Theo and all his stuff, now I can talk about my stuff 
and it's healing, right? Yeah. So, so I'm glad that you're here because even like, and we've talked about you talking about your stuff. Some people aren't super comfortable with the talking, but even just listening, uh, maybe there's somebody right now that's really connecting with that. I so, hope so. Yeah. I, I think, so. yeah, I hope so too. And I, yeah, like, I mean, talking and listening and just, you know, working through it in your own way, I think is a really big deal. Yeah. So I'm going to deal with our shit. One way or another. We do. We do. And everybody has shit. <laughs> yes. We talked about that, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter how good you make it look. We all got stuff. Yeah. We got them Instagram filters on and the duck lips. So I got her going on. Yeah. But we all, behind the scenes, we've all got a pile of shit that we have to work through for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So as we go through our conversation, and we have a lot to talk about, so go get some snacks. Um, we're going to keep talking about Taylor and keep bringing up her story because that's important. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, I was thinking about your kids, and your kids were really young when I left. Yeah. So, and I'm trying, but I do remember, and I think it must have been Danielle, right? Because she's got the red hair, yes. right? I was like, <laughs> red hair, yeah. bouncing down the hallway. Yeah. And she's the oldest, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember cute red hair. Yeah. And Georgina taught grade one then, I think. So, yeah. Um, always got the lowdown on all the kids through Georgina and, and, you know, just hearing about everybody. Yeah. So that's yeah. super cool. Yeah. yeah. We always got to tell us stories. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about, I think the next thing, yeah, and we've kind of moved into this a little bit, is, is just that sense of healing, you know, and, and we covered this a little bit before the call or before our little podcast here, was like everybody, and this is something that I was thinking about, like everybody grieves in a different way, like everybody has their thing, they react to this stuff differently, and, and we all heal differently too, and some people... Some people are maybe afraid of the work that it takes to heal because it's painful and it's hard. But, but I think that's, that's something that's super important to talk about. Yeah. So that's, that's why we're here because again, I want people to walk away from this podcast with a real sense of, okay, so maybe this is some nuggets of how they can heal a different perspective, that kind of thing. So, so talk to me about, about your healing journey. Um, we kind of chatted a little bit before. So when I, when we first lost Taylor, um, I was off work for a little bit, went back to work quick because that's what I was supposed to do. Oh yeah. Right. And I had an amazing counselor who <laughs> told me on numerous occasions, how many people work at the company that you work at? Oh yeah. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. You think it's going to fall apart if you're not there? Well, they might, you know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's on here, whatever. Right. Yeah. But, um, that, that's how I'm driven. I, mm -hmm. I got to show up and I can't, I can't take care of my shit. Yeah. I need to work. Um, so I went back like a couple days a week, three days a week, four days a week, four days a week was way too much. Couldn't do it. Small town's hard because you know everyone, right? It is. So you get that awkward stuff too, right? Cause For they sure. come in and they know your story and, yeah. and they want to say something, but they don't want to say anything. Right. Yeah. So it, it was tough. Yeah. And then, um, my job changed. They shut down our office in Melita, had to drive to Burden. Um, in an office with other women, I'm sorry, other women out there, the more women that you have in a building, the more problems you have. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. I always say men say F you, F you, and they go for coffee and it's, and it's done, done. Right. And yeah. yeah, women are tricky sometimes. Yeah. Not dearly, but they're tricky. Yeah. Um, so ended up there, was there for a while. Um, court was coming up for us. I had an amazing, amazing supervisor at the time. And so she had called me into her office the, the Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday before court was supposed to start and, and said, how are you? 
Oh. Like, and it wasn't, oh, how are you? It was, you know, how, how are you doing? Like, she could tell I was not okay. well. And um, I completely lost it. I bawled and I bawled and I mm-hmm. bawled. And she looked at me and she said, okay, you are going home. Mm-hmm. You are taking some time off because this is not yeah. cool. This is not the way this is going to be. Yeah. Um, and when we lost Taylor and, and I was, of course, doctoring because I needed to when I was off work. Mm-hmm. And um, he kept saying, you know, let's try some antidepressants. Let's, let's put you on some meds. Let's help you deal with this stuff. Okay. And I said, no, I didn't want meds because, and I'm not knocking meds. Um, I didn't want meds because I am not weak. I, I need to deal with this head on. I don't want to be numb because I don't want to have to, in three years, all of a sudden we're going to start all over again. Fair enough. That's where my brain was okay. with meds. Um, so I had refused all of them. So when I went off work, I went to my doctor and he looked at me and he said, okay, we've done it your way. Now we're going to do it my way. And I respect the hell out of the man for doing that for wow. me. Uh, yeah, shout out. Yeah, <laughs> he, shout knows, out. he knows who he is. Yeah. Um, and they don't make you numb. No. They, they don't make you weak. They gave me the strength that I needed to push forward and keep going. And I, I don't think I'm weak. Oh, <laughs> right? No, not at all. I, some days, but I, I don't think so. So anyhow, um, Fast forward, I was off work then for a couple of years, COVID hit, um, was able to go back to work. So that was huge. Um, you need a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah, you do. And I was getting to a point where I needed something to do with my brain. I needed something. So back to work. It's great. Um, it's, it's good. Um, I've started going to the gym. Excellent. <laughs> you know I love that. I know. And if I would have said that five years ago, yeah. if you would have said to me, yeah, five years, you're going to go to the gym twice a week for an hour, I would have this <laughs> is not me, not me, but out of my comfort zone, let's give it a shot. It can't hurt, right? Yeah. And Danielle is always like, Mom, you know, everybody needs to be physical. You need to do something. And it doesn't matter if it's walking, if it's whatever. You don't have to be diehard crazy like you are in the gym. Uh, <laughs> well, the more the crazy part than anything. <laughs> Anyhow, so sign up with Leah DL. Shout out to Leah. Um, at, um, her gym and yeah, I go every two weeks or every week, twice a week nice. um, for an hour. And it, it's when COVID was on and we couldn't go, it was, it was hard mm-hmm. on the mental health. I didn't oh. realize how much I needed that. Mm-hmm. And there's a great group of us girls that are there and we have a blast and we curse and we swear and, and we sweat, <laughs> but it makes us stronger in every aspect. Am, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Like it, it, yeah. So that's, that's what I do now. And it's, I you. love it. It's great. Taylor would be very proud of me. I know she would. Yeah. <laughs> my, my kids are, you know. Yeah. My kids are proud of me. For sure. They're proud of me. Yeah. That's excellent. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. So uh, I, I recently talked to a lady, and I mentioned this to you before, a um, couple different aspects. So I had chatted with this lady, a mom who has also lost a child, um, very new for them, um, to an impaired driver. Um, and so I was telling her about the meds. And she said, I am at that spot right now. Yeah. I don't. You know, she was feeling the same thing. She didn't want to take them because these are this is how it's going to make me feel and whatever. And, and so I told her, and I said to her, like, I am not telling you what to do because I would never tell anyone what to do, except my daughters. Um, but, um, you know, it worked for me. And she she said, I, I'm really going to think about it. I, I really think that this is something that, that yeah. might help me. Yeah. And so I guess that's why when you asked me to come and do this with you, I was like, let's do it. Because if, if sharing that little tidbit with somebody makes them go, okay, I can, yes. I can do this and yes. it doesn't make me weak and it helps, then that's a win. 
Exactly. And that's the biggest thing is that we are conditioned that we always have to be the strong one and we can't falter and we have to get back into life right away. And we get, we can't, you know, we've got to avoid the awkward stuff. But if, if taking that pill gives you the strength to get out of bed and keep trucking, then what's wrong? Yeah. Give right. her shit. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely helped me, um, cope. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we're almost eight years since we lost Taylor. Yeah. So, Time heals. Time makes it different, right? Time makes it different. Time makes it different. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't hurt as bad. You and I talked about this before. When when I think about Taylor, I don't think about bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I get to think about the good stuff. And right. the bad stuff's still there. And don't get me wrong, driving down the street, the sun comes on, boom, I'm yep. crying. Yep. And it takes a couple days to regroup and, and get going again. Mm-hmm. Or hear a song, start jamming, think of the, hey, remember when Taylor did, you know, and and it's good. Yeah, I really, I really love that you say that. And that, and I think, and I wonder, like I've had enough grief in my own life, but sometimes I wonder if there's that perception that I can't be happy because if I'm happy, then I'm being kind of betraying or disrespectful to, to what happened. I, I have an example of that for you. And sorry, honey. Um, <laughs> I'm like, my husband's my rock. He's, oh, he's, he's my best friend. Um, we, um, and this was probably a couple summers after we had lost Taylor and we were at Oak Lake mm-hmm. campground and they had a band and cause they do every other weekend or every once a month or something. Yeah. Um, and love to dance. We both do. Right. And I said, let's go dance. He's like, no. Oh. And I said, what? Like, you're not feeling good. What's the deal? He's like, no, no, we're, we're not going to dance. Yeah. So, okay, whatever. I left it alone. So then later I said, and I said, like, well, what's that? Why didn't you want? Well, because people can't see us happy. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, that's a crock. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if people want to judge us because we're dancing and smiling, they could go to hell. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? Because this is us and we need to keep going. And Taylor would be so upset with us mm-hmm. if we didn't keep doing what we what we love to do. Yes. So that was, yeah, it was like, no, I, I don't care <laughs> what they think. Mm-hmm. And so we dance and we laugh and we smile because we do and chances are the people who are watching you are probably just happy that you're feeling good and we've had people say that it's so cool to see you guys here and smiling and, yeah. and doing stuff right but yeah. that's it's that, that guilt that we put on ourselves and why do we care yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. i'm sorry you do you and if, if what i'm doing bothers you well then don't swing up a gate yeah my <laughs> gate. yeah you don't like it right yeah it's so true yeah yeah and we um I've, I've been able to go to the Mad Victims Conference a couple times, which is is an incredible experience. Um, met so many families who have had people killed, injured by impaired drivers, mm-hmm. and it's there's way too many people there, and that's only a small portion for sure. But they get it, right? Yeah. I don't have to say, oh well, it feels you know whatever. And I they as soon as you meet them, it's like tell me about your kid. I love it. Tell me your yes. story. They yes. want to hear, and you want to hear their stories because they're the same. Yeah. And the, we had a speaker this past year, and she said, um, she talked about people comparing their grief, right? I've had somebody say to me, well, you lost your daughter. That's worse than me losing. It's like, no. It's like the grief or trauma Olympics, right? Yeah. And this lady said, your grief is the worst possible grief you could ever experience. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me because, yeah, because everybody's relationship's different. And like I told this lady that I was chatting with, I said, I would never tell her, and this comes from a friend of mine who gave me this advice. She said, um, like, I would never tell this lady, I know what you're feeling. 
Because yeah. I don't. Right. And I say to this lady, I, I am traveling a similar road. We are traveling a similar journey. And we probably have similar experiences. I don't know your relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know you. Yeah. Right? So I, I can't tell you that I know how you feel because I honestly don't. Right. Right. Because it diminishes it then. I think so. Yeah. Because that grief is the worst grief that you're ever going to experience. And, and it doesn't matter if it's a, a parent or a kid or a sibling or a, a pet. Right? Yeah. It's your grief. It, yeah. You get, to, you get to do it. And something else that I've told this lady and I've told other people, don't let anybody ever tell you how you do this. Right? You get to decide, yeah, I want to go back to work right away because that's what I need to function. Yes. No, I can't go back to work because this is what I need to function. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to cry for a month. I don't need to cry. I Right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and some people are like, okay, well, somebody died. Funeral's over. Back tomorrow. Yeah. Which is how it works for everyone else. It doesn't work that way for, for people who've lost someone. Right. 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 right? So... Don't tell me how, how this works because you don't know. Right. Yeah. Everybody is on a different path. Everybody reacts to grief differently. And, and like, I mean, there's this tickle trunk of things that you can do to, to try and get through it. But what you pick from that tickle trunk is up to you. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, like, I mean, we also talked about how um, the curling up in the ball. <laughs> You either curl up and die, or you figure out a way to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And curling up and dying would not be acceptable in Taylor's eyes. Mm-hmm. It's not in ours. I, I refuse to let people do that mm-hmm. if I can help. Yeah, yeah, which really, which I really, I'm not, love isn't the right word, but I, I get it, you know. And I think you and I, I think one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you in is that I think you and I are very similar. I think we have the same, the same kind of outlook about that kind of stuff. Because I'm a big, I'm a big talker about this stuff and everything like that, and that's kind of how I've how I've gotten through it. And and you gotta keep moving, you gotta keep you gotta keep going. Yeah. And yeah. and some people can't, mm-hmm. right? Some people that's not. But I can't honor my kid if I'm not living my life. Yeah, exactly. So so talk to me. We have a lot more to talk about. If you need to get snacks, that's okay. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about because I'm gonna jump around in my little agenda here a little bit. But but that takes me to to the hockey tournament. And I've like I mean, I'm sorry I snoop everybody on Facebook like I'm a little stalker. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally it's my life. Um but uh those pictures every year and every year I kinda look forward to it. Because I, I watch them and it's like Julie from Winnipeg's going and you know Krista's going and they're getting you know and Morgan and everybody and they're getting their jerseys on and stuff like that and I that I've told you that the, especially this year um, the magic the looks on the girls' faces um, you know in the change room and with their jersey you know like all this stuff there's something really powerful about that so so tell us about the hockey tournament for especially for the people who who don't know anything about it okay. So I'm going to back up just a little bit. Um, we, when we lost Taylor, um, you know, when there's a funeral, there's always like mm-hmm. give donations to whatever. Right. right. So we created a fund for, um, in memory of Taylor. It's the Taylor Renwick sponsor a minor hockey player oh, fund. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We called it. So lots of people gave a lot of de- uh, donations and it was just amazing. Overwhelming yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what we do with the money is um, people can send us requests, emails, and it can be a family member or a friend. Um, 
if there's a child in their community, and I'm not a little child, it can be right up till you know age 18 kind of cool. thing, um, and they want to play hockey. Um, it's specific to hockey because that was Taylor's sport. Yeah, and we will help them financially with equipment or registration fees. Um, we've helped with some extended season opportunities, um, clinics that for kids. Um, so we're getting to share Taylor's love yeah. that way yeah. and kids that wouldn't get the opportunity otherwise. For sure. Um, we, um, we've helped probably about 30 kids. No way. That's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. And I have to tell you this little story. I mean, there's so many stories. Um, but there was a, we had a request from, um, a family who there was a little guy had moved to their neighborhood, um, or their community and from another country. Okay. And this kid wanted to play hockey so bad. So, their this lady's son had gone home and found all the stuff that he could find at their house. Yeah. Um, talked to friends, dressed this kid for hockey. Um, community people put in money to pay this kid's fines and to drive him to tournaments and like the, the parent or all the other parents just love this kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the request came in, they want they were going to provincials. And you know, there was gonna be some expenses for the weekend for, yeah. for them to go and the family just didn't feel that they could do it. So could we help? And of course we were all over it. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, got the, this mom sent us some pictures and we don't share who yeah. we give money to okay. if they yeah. want to share that's up to them, but that we don't, that's, that's our thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and seeing the pictures of this kid and he's wearing his, <laughs> his provincial hockey t-shirt and he's there. And it was just like, that's Taylor's gift. Right. When we lost her, Taylor would have donated her organs. I know she would have. Mm -hmm. She couldn't. That, it just wasn't. Yeah. We couldn't do it. So I struggle with that a lot because I know she would have done that and that would have been a gift that would have kept going. Yeah. Right. But, you know, when we see these pictures of these kids and this year it was kind of cool because, I mean, we know the kids we've helped. Right. So um, seeing the parents post one of the kids that we had helped got most valuable player and, oh. you know, seeing them with their banners and that it's, yeah, that was just. That is good stuff. So yeah, the tournament, um, Danielle had attended a tournament actually in Steinbach with um, Jessica, her friend, uh, Jess Brickett. And so the format of their tournament is um, women just sign up, it's women only, and um, put you on teams and you play a day of hockey, just for fun. I mean, yeah. There's always a champ at the end, they have a trophy and the whole bit. But yeah. anyhow, so Danielle got a format from that. Um, so it would have been probably 2016 when she went to that tournament. So then got the wheels spinning and started talking about this is something we'd like to do in Melita for Taylor. So yeah, 2017 was the first one. And I want to say the first year did we have five teams? We had five teams, so like 50 some women. Um, we say age 18 up because it's insurance and all that. Oh good yeah. Stuff, okay. Right? Yeah. Not that we wouldn't love younger people, but yeah. 18 and it's women of all ages. Um, people who have played hockey, people who play two and three times a week, people who have never played before. Yeah. And, um, the girls put them on teams and they just show up and we schedule the day. Um, yeah, it's two days. They start Saturday. We always have a supper Saturday night. Oh, okay. So we bring in. Chicken Chef and Main Street Takeout, shout out to them. Oh, nice. Uh, pizza and chicken, which is what Taylor would have had, right? Oh, that yeah. was her choice. And salads and the whole bit, desserts. And um, to a supper Saturday night and then back Sunday. And we always have, it's always family weekend. So the girls have Monday to travel home and lick their wounds yeah. and try and, uh, and uh, get back to work. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, 
one girl, and I'm not going to mention her name, she'll know who she is, <laughs> played hockey with Taylor, and of course hasn't played since high school, right? Mm -hmm. So first year, second day of the tournament, she's walking up the stairs, and, and in Maletta Rink, you go upstairs, and we go upstairs, right, to get to the waiting room, and she looked at me, and she's like, who the fuck put all these steps in here? <laughs> That hurts. <laughs> and I said to her, okay, these steps have always been here. <laughs> but despite the, the sore muscles and the whatever, the smiles on these women's faces, and, and you see it, you see it in the pictures, yes, and yes. you see it, you know, when you're watching, you can just see the smiles. And we have met so many incredible people, and the girls have got to know each other. Right? Yes, like yeah. so many, so many relationships. And so we were actually at the same tournament yesterday here in, in yeah. Steinbach. And um, so there were some girls there that we have met through Taylor's tournament who were playing in the tournament oh, who have they, met, you know, like they, there's so many people have met so many new people. That's it's just, super, super. And it's so empowering. Yes. For women. And it fills our cup. It fills my cup. It's a, it's a hard weekend because mm -hmm. that's Taylor's kind of weekend. Right, she yeah. would have wanted to be there and play in every game. Yeah, right? I don't care whose team I'm on. I'm gonna play on your team because mm -hmm. I want to play. I love that. Um, and so that's tough mm -hmm. because she would have loved it, and she should be out there playing hockey with her sisters. And yeah, she doesn't get to. Um, but there's a lot of girls she played hockey with. Mm -hmm. um, hockey, hockey families, right? Parents of those guys that we raised our kids together. Yeah, right. So it, it's great, and um, we want to talk about Melita. Um, we post, you know, hey, we need some volunteers. Yeah. And no problem. Yeah. Sign me up for this many shifts. Sign me up this day. Sign me up that day. It. What can I do? Do you need prizes? We don't ask for donations, yeah. but people are just like, hey, stop in. I got this for you. Or they just show up with it at the rink. We do raffles. Um, like it's just that is the best thing oh, ever. It, yeah. And it, it 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 from afar, like I because I, I've never been out for it. From afar, you can see you can see the momentum and the power and the magic and the energy from all of this because you know, like that's one thing that I love about social media is that people are kind of posting their lives, and so you like I'm not sure it starts on Saturday, yeah. but on Thursday you start seeing the intro post like getting geared up, getting packed up, heading to Melita, heading to Melita, you know, and it's not just from Melita, it's like people from Winnipeg and people from Minnesota and like all over the place, Minnesota. Yeah, we have yeah. people that come from there. Yeah, and, and it's just this building thing that that um, uh, there's an energy to it. I can't explain it because I've never been there. Yeah, you need to come. Yeah, you need to come. Get your skates laced up. I was telling Joe. I was telling you earlier, <laughs> yeah, right? I I played this year. I was never a hockey player. I was a figure skater. Oh, okay. In the pink and Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. I was telling the girls yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I've never played. I've always kind of, it's been, you know, a bucket list kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe I'd like to give it a try. And so I had promised the girls last year that I would try this year. Okay. Uh, my girls, we pinky swore in the whole bit. Oh. So I had to do it. <laughs> and um, I dragged out Taylor's hockey equipment. I nice. said to him, is this yeah. okay with you? I yeah. We had it. I washed it all up and yeah. put it all away. And, and he's like, of course it is. So it all fit me. I mean, someone was a little snug too. It's not smaller than me, but hey, we made it work. Um, and laced up my skates, and away I went. And mm -hmm. I had such an amazing time. And it was kind of a funny little story. I had a couple of girls say to me, "Are you wearing Taylor's gloves?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "How do you recognize Taylor's yeah. gloves?" Yeah. They they knew they were hers. Oh yeah, for right? sure, for sure. <laughs> and yeah. I know she was laughing her ass off at me, but 
she would also have been really proud. Proud and thrilled, all yeah. the stuff. So I learned, I yeah. mean, I, I, I did okay, I think. Everybody yeah. told me I did great, but people do that, right? Um, but I had so much fun, yeah. and I fell down, and I learned to get up, which was a goal. I was worried. <laughs> I was laying in bed one night, and I was like, holy shit, what am I going to do if I fall down? Somebody will get that on video. Well, yeah, and <laughs> wicks the ref, and oh. I said, like, you'll help me up, right? You'll snow. <laughs> I'll laugh at you first. But there was one time he did help me, but yeah, yeah he dropped the puck. It was just, just going out <laughs> But I had so much fun, and, and the girls were all just so amazing. And yeah. it was like, this is why my kids love hockey so much. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the people. And, and the, what a, it's a celebration of, of Taylor, you know, it's a celebration, something bigger than yourself, too, right? To and all these together. people get to know about Taylor. Yeah. Right? And, and you're making friends, and you're making friendships, and that's yes. the part that Taylor loved most about. Yeah. When she um she played a little bit of extended just one season, and um so first day of university, a little kid from the pink of Manitoba is in the University of Manitoba. Yeah, right. And she walks into a classroom with two three hundred people, mm -hmm. however many, and she spots a girl that she played hockey with. Oh wow! And it was like, hey, I know you. Please let's sit together. Super. Yeah. Without hockey, she wouldn't have had that. And. Without hockey, like, I mean, that gave her, like, the lady balls to go into that, that room. Yeah. 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 So that's 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 what it's about. And, again, the money that we raise, yeah. we, we have it sitting in an account, and, and we're so excited when we get to help a kid play hockey. Because, you know, they could be the next Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Whatever. Right? And, and, yeah, Wayne Gretzky or, like, like that, that boy you're telling, like, I mean, that's just what an impact you're making on their life, right? It's such a good thing. Yeah. And it feels good. Yeah. And it's not just us, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, we're we're kind of the doing the mechanical part that everybody yeah. else is, is contributing. It's because of the contributions or we couldn't do it. You're right. You're right. And you know what I really love about that is that, um, like, did you ever know about my baton run that I did? I, I think this is maybe. But I don't know. Uh, so, uh, actually, so there's a group, um, there's a. A disease called batten disease it's it's like a terminal disease it's very similar to kind of like the kids kids grew up looking totally healthy until about age five or so and then they lose the ability to walk and talk and they become visually impaired and stuff like that it's always a terminal disease and okay. anyhow we had one of the parents was from elkhorn and so uh for years i organized this this road race to support these families in manitoba but it's the same thing like bring bringing people together Bringing people together to celebrate people and then do do something bigger, you know, and that's that's the magic, and that's that's what you're doing on so many levels. And it's healing. Yes. Right. Yes. It's, it's hard in in some aspects, and our the girls always um they always talk and share kind of little tidbit of our story. Okay. So that because people who come don't know Taylor, don't know why we're there. Yeah. Okay. Don't know why we don't have her. Yeah. So they usually share a little story and say, you know, she was killed in a crash by an impaired driver. And, and we always have our mad, we have mad banners. Okay. Um, what we have one specifically with Taylor's pictures and stuff on it. I just sent you a picture. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and there's, there's a poster that shows, and I forget what years it is, but it's, um, victims. Um, and it, it's a huge banner. And all the people on there and the names on there, and it really kicks the hell out of people because you look at that and you're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure. This is a huge, huge, huge problem. Yeah. And because of where we live, it's not something that happens, right? I mean, people don't get killed by an impaired driver in Maletta, Manitoba. 
they did, like years ago, there was oh. lots of people that were killed by drunk people. Yeah. Or were drunk themselves, right? But yeah. But, like, that doesn't happen, so it's not on our radar. And it wasn't on our radar. No, I guess, eh? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting thing because, you know, and I guess it can take us to our, our mad discussion, too, because drinking and driving, clearly a problem, clearly still a problem. Um, I think about in the city, um, there's Uber and taxis and, and all that stuff. So, and, you know, that kind of thing. But out in the country, like I know, I know people my mom's age who still drink and drive, which makes me live it. We're just talking about where the money goes, right? So we're yeah, able to, yeah. to help kids um, to play hockey. And uh, yeah, But out in the country, it's harder because we don't have Uber or that kind of stuff. And, and that's what I, I mean, I see just, you know, sitting back watching. Mm-hmm. It's the older generation. And, and not that yeah. our generation doesn't do it and that some yeah. of the kids don't do it. Yeah. Because they certainly do. But it seems to be the ones that have been doing it for years. Makes sense. Eh? Because I, I've been doing it forever. And it was, I'm a good driver. I drive back roads. I'm a good driver, back roads. And back then it was very much socially acceptable. Well, and everybody knows, right? Oh, yeah. that's so-and-so. He's probably drunk. Mm-hmm. So stay away. Yeah. Not cool. No. No, no. Yeah. And... The guy that killed Taylor, and, and uh, I have to correct you, um, it's a crash. When somebody impaired kills another person, that's no accident. Makes and that's, sense. right, that's, that's one point. of our big campaigns right oh, now is yeah. drop the A word. Because it's not because it he, not he an made accident. a decision to do he that. He made a decision. So that's and not an accident. He didn't wake up that morning, okay, I'm going to kill somebody too, yeah. right? But the choices that he made yeah. led up to Taylor's death. Very good point. So very good. Drop point. the A word. Drop the A word. <laughs> that's the that yeah. Drop the. That's drop a the very A-word. good. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna redo my whole language now. It, which it's hard, and and I find myself once in a while yeah. using the word too, but it, it's not. It's that's a very not an yeah. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. So we actually Matt has a one of the campaigns right now. Is it, you'll see it on TV. Okay. Drop well if you have TV. Nobody watches TV anymore. It's Netflix. Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah. I really like that. So we're going to put that in the social media posts too, That'd because be that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that re, in an instant, it reframes the way you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. 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 So talk to me about Matt. Um, <laughs> not a group that I ever thought I would be part of, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we had Matt presentations when we were in school. I, I remember one of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, we sat there and we watched this guy up there talk and, you know, he had this body bag and oh I right? body bag yes. remember that yes, yes I do right so you watch the video and it's these yeah. fake crashes and you know it's fake blood and, and it's all mm-hmm. this stuff and it's like oh well that's fine yeah. that doesn't happen here we don't talk about it right right um so we were thrust into it pretty quick right when we lost Taylor um mad the victim support for mad is incredible mm-hmm. and um we are victims because of Taylor's loss if someone's hurt you know the the connections right you're you're a victim if, if you're affected yeah um so the girls joined mad right away well not right away they were a few months my dad and actually my stepmom joined right away okay um, in Brennan and it took me a while longer mm-hmm. I needed to to take care of me for a while first before I could give to anybody else um so yeah we, we joined mad went to invited the victims conference and met all these incredible people and when I got home I was like okay I need to I need to focus on this. This is important. We need to yeah. we need to try and do some stuff here. So our Brandon chapter's really, really busy. We're and I mean not crazy busy, but we try to do as much as we can to to get that information rural. Not so much and we do lots of Brandon stuff, yeah. but we want to push royalty because I, people yeah. need to be reminded. 
Yeah. Yeah. One of the cool things that we've done is we have some signs that we put up in communities that are um, like uh, record and impaired driver, pull over, call 911. Mm -hmm. And lots of communities have, have signed up with us to get them. So we've done that. Yeah. Um, impaired driver caught ear signs. Um, oh, wow. We have lots of those in Brandon. Yeah. And it would honestly, there's, there's one <laughs> by the school, by the sportsplex. And I don't know what school it is. And I, I drive by there a lot when I'm going to Hillary's and it, it really makes me feel sick every time I drive by that side. That is sick. Because, yeah. and a lot of the time, it's not 9 o'clock at night. It could be 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Because a strong person is, is driving by a school, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, we do um, a fundraiser every year, which you would like. It's um, uh, it's a color run. So it's like run oh, or yeah, drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So last year was the first year we had it at the Keystone Center. Mm -hmm. We had done that riverbank before that. Um, it is a blast. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't run, obviously. I walked last year. I got to work, so I was throwing diet people, and it was oh, cool. great. Yeah. And so that's probably our biggest fundraiser. Yeah. Um, we have music and Mountain Castles that come and do the run, so it, it's pretty awesome. That's super. Um, pardon Trees, we try to do some of those in some communities, again, just to get that information out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, talking at schools. Um, I was... Well, how you and I kind of got connected again was That's right. through MPI. That's right. Right? And and doing what I did with the schools there, and that was that was huge. It was incredible. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we could connect like that. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're Mads, they're working really hard to change the way things are going, and it's, it's frustrating to see the numbers. And I thought with COVID that the numbers would have been down because you couldn't go anywhere. Right. There wasn't socials. The bars weren't open. So mm -hmm. what are these people doing? But the, the impaired numbers during COVID were horrible. And I think it, you know, like, I mean, one, one thing that comes to my mind is that like, and you, it made me think like when you said that, you know, some of these impaireds are happening like at two o'clock in the afternoon because, and, and why, why is it bigger in COVID? But when we experience trauma and, and if we're not, if we're trying to numb that pain, we're turning maybe to alcohol or drugs. And then if that's our coping mechanism, and then, then one of the things that can come out of that is hopping into a vehicle. Yeah. So the, the in a sense, part of, in part, goes hand in hand, yes. which is sad and scary. Yeah. And I am not anti-alcohol. No. <laughs> I was at a social last night, yeah. had a couple drinks, yeah. right? Yeah. But I, just don't drive. Exactly. I, it is not way. rocket science. Mm -hmm. You drink, you do drugs, you don't get behind the wheel. Yeah. You don't yeah. get behind the wheel with someone who has. And I mean, small towns, yeah, it's tough because we don't have Ubers and we don't have taxis, but you make a plan. Yes. Right. Hey, Jody, we're going to go out tonight. We're going to have drinks. I'm going to be the BD mm -hmm. so that you can have those couple drinks and we're going to be safe. Yeah. Or, hey, Fred, I need a ride because, yeah. you know, I had a couple drinks. Yeah. Or, and, and when I did my school presentations, I, I said to the kids, like, your parents would much rather have you call them at 10 o'clock or 2 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, mom, I need a ride. They might be pissed off at you because they were sleeping and, and mm -hmm. whatever, but it's a lot better than having police officers in your belly. 100%. Right. And adults, you know, 30 to 50 to 60 to 70 year olds, your kids would prefer to drive you home than find out that you've yeah, it's, it's not, it's not tough. Yeah. Something that is coming uh, for Mad that's very, very exciting. And I don't know all the, the details, um, but the U.S. is, is getting close. Um, but I don't know if it goes, I think that's tough, but I'm not positive. Um, Get information from it too. Um, to put um, anti-impaired driving, I don't know what you want to 
call it. It's not devices, technology. Okay. In all brand new vehicles. After, oh. I, I can't remember if 25, 26. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yes. So their prediction is that that will stop 80 to 85% mm. of impaired driving. Wow. So, I mean, if yeah. it happens in the States, we'll have it too, right? Sure. Because our vehicles are made in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. Which, it shouldn't be that way, right? We should I just know, know that. We should just know. But, but we don't. But that's so that's that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I spoke with a police officer when I was doing the mad stuff through hydro. Ended up speaking with an officer from in here and older gentleman. And so we were chatting about this in a little group. Well, that's not right. You're painting everybody with the same brush. Well, my back went up. Right. <laughs> I was so mad, and, yeah. and I kept my cool. Mm -hmm. And there was another officer there, and he looked at him and he said. Well, seatbelts did the same thing, right? Yeah. Like you, everybody has to wear their seatbelt. We had to make it a law, so people would do it anyway. The guy shut up and quit. Well, yeah. But I was like, "Are you kidding me? You're an officer, and you see this crap every day, and that's your attitude?" Which, yeah, it's out there, and I'm not going to change everybody's mind. I don't no. think that I will. But if one person listen, yeah, right? exactly. But that technology is going to be huge. It so will be. let's hope it happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it, it, it accounts for some really bad decision-making. It takes that out of the picture. Yeah, good on you. Hey, yeah. here's to you. <laughs> good on you. To you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think now, for the really exciting portion of the podcast here, I think we need to talk about Maletta. <laughs> Be afraid, everybody. No. <laughs> They're probably like, Geez, I'm just glad she's gone. <laughs> No, like I said, like I will always say this is that I loved, I loved living in Melinda. I really did. It was just a blast in many ways. I, I, I wish I hadn't left. I miss the kids. I miss teaching. Although like we talked about in our little break, I probably would have gotten fired. <laughs> hey, things have changed. I know. I'm sorry, kids. I didn't get your shit marked on time. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but I did have a lot of fun. But one thing that I really thought about kind of over the years too, um, is that for one thing, I think every community has their share of like really shitty things that happen in the community. Melita, Melita has had some, like before I got to Melita, I heard about some really shitty things that happened. While I was in Melita, you know, we had some tragedies. And since I've left, there have been some, some really bad shit, you know. And bad shit happens to everybody, and, and that's a thing, right? But the one thing that really stands out in my mind with the community of Melita is that when shit hits the fan or shit goes sideways for a particular family, um, everybody just steps up to the plate. Everybody does. Yeah. And the one thing that I always kind of laughed about living there, um, and it kind of it was kind of hard to get to used to at first, is that I go for a run or something, and, and then I go into teach, and everybody's like, I saw you running. <laughs> you know, I saw, I saw you. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, my, my parents saw you at the social. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which was kind of hard to get used yeah, to. Yeah. And uh, um, there was a, did you ever know uh, Elio? He taught in person yeah. for a while yeah. and he was a big marathoner. And the big joke was that whenever he'd go for a long run, he couldn't get very far. People would stop and ask him <laughs> if he needed a ride. <laughs> you know? Yeah, small town. It is, yeah. yeah. You know, and then so on one hand, it was a little bit disconcerting, but once you get used to it, when you see that, that level of just step up to the plate. Yeah. That's gold because you don't see that everywhere. Like here, like, you know, we have a, people in the city are nice people, but you don't get that. You know, that makes me nice. Yeah, yeah. You know. I used to tease my girls and, and then we'll get into the tougher stuff, but I used to tease them. Like if you get in trouble at school, 
Or if you think you're going to skip school, <laughs> you might as well call me yeah. and say, hey, mom, I'm cutting the next class because somebody will see you downtown somebody see and you. call me and be like, hey, Danielle's uptown. Should she not be in school? It's right? It's so true. It's so, <laughs> so true. they were like, okay, yeah. So just don't lie to me. Just say, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what the hard part was is that for us single teachers living here, that if I was sick and I needed to go to the doctor and get like antibiotics, if I'm going to the pharmacy, like, at 1 o'clock, student like, why aren't you in school? Why aren't you in school? Because I've got strep throat. Yeah, which you know? is, yeah, it's yeah. a good thing, but yeah, you it is. get used to it. Yeah. But, yeah, um, you know, as soon as we lost Taylor, it was, um, the community stepped up. And yeah. there was so many times that I, I mean, I had lots of, of happy tears and, and unbelievable because, yeah, the food that came to our house and the, the people that popped in and the hugs and the cards and the emails and the... Uh, Facebook stuff and yeah. um, you know a phone call to well Karen because Taylor works for yeah. the shop yeah. for her um, a phone call to her hey this is what's going on what do we need to do okay here's all the legal stuff you yeah. need to do I've already taken care of all these things for you right? classy yeah right? Karen yes right yeah. so I mean that's it's a huge weight mm -hmm. and in a city you wouldn't get that because that's, that's just right. not how it works right, right? um for me one phone call to one of my fellow employees i didn't make it someone else made it for me they called the supervisors they took care of it yeah i i didn't have to deal with that yeah which maybe doesn't sound like a big thing but when you're on the floor in pieces and don't know how you're going to make another step because you have all these decisions to make yeah um it's it's huge yeah um we um neil redpath shout out to neil uh, yeah. and kurt Argeron, our uh, funeral directors in melita um Kurt had worked with Taylor. She had uh, volunteered at Remember Day Services, and he did a lot of this stuff. So knew Taylor and yeah. lots of fans, both of them. Yeah. And Neil's son Taylor uh, went to school with our Taylor. Okay. So of course watched Taylor grow up. So I mean they were they were incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's not a job I could do, um, but they made things as easy as they possibly could for us. Um, the we had her service in the rink because we have a lot of family. Yeah. And. Um, we need chairs to come from other communities, right? The Melinda didn't okay. have enough, right? right? So hockey team, Taylor's or Taylor's Hillary's classmates, step up to the plate, trucks, trailers, whatever, picked up these chairs, took them, set them up, picked them, like cleaned them up at the end. Like, and it was just like, everybody just did shit. Everybody, <laughs> right? yes. And, yes. It, and people were just, and it wasn't even with us, it, because we were taking care of other stuff, but right. what can we do? What do you need? You know, and it was just, yeah. Magic. Yeah. And yes. we had a guy, and he was the guy that did actually the sound for the kids grad because we were worried about sound system because we're in a big building. And mm -hmm. he's like, nope, taken care of. And he brought a screen and he brought the, the stuff. And, like, it was, yeah. People are good. Yeah. And and there was lots of times that I was like, we, we don't deserve this. And my uncle <laughs> saying, why do you think that? But, you know, it, it was uh, because it's. It, it, we can say the community of Melita, but it's really the family. Oh, you know, sure everybody's related. We get that, but but it's this big family that you know. And I've always kind of thought that, like uh, like when I organized this run, like we, like growing up in Cromer and and Reston, it was the same thing. Like you might not know the person, you might not like them, you might, but as soon as you hear that shit has gone sideways, you are on that party line. You're making cash rolls. You're planning the benefits. You're doing the stuff. You're getting the crop off. You know, you're doing all the stuff, yeah. and and that's just how we get through. That's how we get through life. Yeah. And we, you know, we would have made it through without, but it sure made it a lot easier. Hell yeah! And that's 
You see, the one thing that I really, I really love about that is that when stuff happens, people need, they want to help and they need to, it's, they can't control what happened to Taylor, but they want to feel like they can do something to, to ease your burden. And, and so that's a good way to, to do that. Yeah. 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 So kind of everybody wins in that regard. Yeah. No, and, and people, you want to help, right? I mean, yeah. And for us, you see it happen to another family. It's like, hey, I know these things are really important, right? These things were, were huge. Bring them toilet paper. Yes. Right? Can you, can I, you tell that story? Absolutely. That's I a had, great story. I, we had people, you know, bringing food and casseroles and veggie trays and whatever. And, and we had someone bring a box with coffee and napkins and stir sticks and sugar and, and toilet paper. And at the time, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really kind of you, but why would you bring somebody toilet paper yeah. when someone's passed away? Yeah. But you got all those butts in your house, extra people, toilet paper is something that you need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, I mean, that it's, if I do stuff like that now, they get toilet paper because it, you need yeah. it. As right? my dad would say, you got to get the paperwork done. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. somebody has walked the journey, walked the walk, they get it. And that's their way of saying, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got you. And and that, it's huge. <laughs> right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have the toilet paper. You got to have the toilet paper. So massive, massive cheers and shout out to the people of not just Melita, but Napinka and Pearson and Reston and Promers and Kirk, like all the places. Yeah, all the places. And, uh. Yeah, massive shout out to you all. There's nothing like small town country life. I will say that for as long as I live. Yeah, yeah so cheers to all you cheers. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so, life lessons. We had talked about before um, about, uh, like you and I often talk about, like with adversity, you get gifts and, and lessons and stuff like that. And we're not, like, I mean, we talked about there isn't really a gift, right? But there are, there are lessons and there are maybe... Um, are there life lessons that you've learned along the way? <laughs> <laughs> How much time do we have yeah. on this video? Have... Give me, give me like one or two of your, your big ones that really you think would people would really resonate with. Well, I think like reaching out to people who have lost is huge. Yeah. Right? Don't don't shy away from people, and I'm not saying be in their face, and but everybody says, uh, let me know what I can do to help. Yeah. We all do it. Yeah. Right. Well. I wasn't going to text somebody and be like, hey, yeah. I need, because that's, that's hard. That's it's hard to ask for what you need for. Yeah. You need, but just show up with casserole. Mm -hmm. Call the store and say, hey, send a veggie tray. Yeah. Send them some fruit. Send them some junk food. Right. Right. Um, just, just give them stuff that, that you know they need mm -hmm. without them asking. Yeah. Um, cause people don't ask. Right. No. And, and I've said too, you know, like if there's something that you need, like, reach out to me. I don't care what time it is. If you need to just call, you need to swear, you need to cry, yeah. I'll, I'll listen. I'll swear with you. I'll cry with you. Right? Um, life's too short to be anything but who you are. Yes. Right? I just, love that. Just do you. Right? That, that, I say that a lot. Do you. I don't, I don't care. Do your business. Like, be you. <laughs> just, just do I, you. I'm all over that. You got it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got one right here. <laughs> um yeah life's life's short eat the cake taylor loved her dessert eat the cake what was her favorite dessert oh taylor oh gosh and taylor liked all the desserts 
but she made score bar cake and she made some kick-ass score bar cake. That's like and, a country thing. Right? Yes. And she actually would make it for, well, specifically her hockey teams, like if there was birthdays and stuff, like in the last couple of years, like when they were done, yeah. she would make score bar cake and cake and take it to, to practice or a game or whatever, share it with her team. Yeah, she really likes some good chocolate. Okay. Um, yeah, any kind of dessert. Taylor's a dessert girl. Okay, okay. Yeah. I haven't made that in years, but that's a little like, yeah, staff room Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and Taylor got to do a lot of cool things. Like, she, she got to go to um, England and uh, London and Paris and, mm-hmm. sort of, um, and see the Eiffel Tower and, you know, yeah. Was on a slingshot at the fair in Minot and okay. met some Olympic hockey players. Super. You know, like, you just, you got to try and do the stuff. You have to do this stuff, and, don't you? And I know there's there's financial reasons why you can't do stuff, but none of us know what tomorrow's going to bring. You're so right. Yeah, you got to do the shit. Let's do some shout out to Taylor's friends and, and your other kids' friends, Danielle and Hillary. Yeah. Let's do, <laughs> if you want, if we don't have Sorry, to. I don't want to name names. Okay. There's, there's yeah, so we many. don't want to forget anybody. Yeah, no, and they, they know who yeah. they are. They okay, know, but shout out to y'all anyway. Yes, they know who they are, yeah. and, and they, uh, they've been our rocks too, and, and send us, you know, funny little stories every once in a while, and get a cute little text from one of the kids, like one of the, they're all kids, yeah. um, saying, hey, I just thought of this, Taylor, you know, whatever, and it's like, oh, like, it's the best. It is. You know, yeah. or they find a random picture, and they'll just send it, and they're like, is this okay? I'm like, of course it's okay. Like, it, it warms yeah. my heart, because they're thinking about her. Yeah. And yeah. they're thinking about her, and that, that feels good. That's excellent. Fuck, we have had a good time. Oh. <laughs> We're going to have to do part two again. Why we, we have need, to do this again? Yeah, we really do. We have, and I'm, I'm just so glad that we could talk about all this stuff. Yeah, it's well, really good. I told you, you're not getting BS from me. I'm, not, know, I'm not doing it. As soon as, you, as soon as I read that, I thought, we are best friends now. <laughs> we are best friends. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same wavelength. We really are. I really think so. Yeah, we have, we have massive... Yeah, like I think we see the things the same way. Yeah, yeah. which is really cool. It really, really is. Thank it's you. scary for you, but it's really cool. I don't know. I don't <laughs> see what goes on up here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so no, thank you very much for coming in. I'm so glad this recorded. And uh, all, like, you're just a rock star. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Work in progress. Mm. Work in progress. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shut this up. Oh, I have to close this up. So, I always close my thing off with the same thing, right? Yeah. So, buy somebody a coffee, pay somebody a compliment, have some score cake. I'm making some now. I do that. And go to a hockey tournament and play hockey. And we'll put the links down for Matt. And, yeah. And for the, you, do you have a link for the your hockey tournament stuff? Okay, yeah. so we'll put the links down for that too. Yeah. Show and I'll send you the info for the uh, for the fun function too. I'm in oh. the process of getting a charitable. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's right so on. It's going to work. Excellent. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah, maybe I'll play hockey someday. I don't know. Oh, look, I just had something else. You would have so much fun if you came because all the people. I would, but it's in the winter and I don't highway drive in the winter. That's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, have a good one, you guys, and share the love. See you later.